may we never forget. We don't have to uh, be reminded of what today is, do we, brothers and sisters? 9-11, a dark day in our nation's history and one that we should never forget, one that we should keep close to our hearts and our minds. For out of this darkness, of course, came some light. One fine example, well, many fine examples, let's start with our first responders, of which over 200 lost their lives running toward the catastrophe that day. Some were taken unawares, um, many were victims. We had heroes that actually ran to help their brothers and sisters in need, ran into the fiery flames, into the smoking buildings. As they were collapsing, as they were smoking in a blaze, they put their lives on the line and paid the ultimate sacrifice to save their fellow humans. Uh, we couldn't, couldn't get by without our first responders, our firemen and our police and the like. There was another fine example, and you know, there are so many fine examples that we can talk about. We don't want to leave anybody out, but let's focus on one that we know about. Our Catholic priest, our, our very own Father Michael Judge, who is listed as victim 0001. Of course, he wasn't the very first to die, but he was the first to be certified dead. Father Michael was the chap one of the chaplains of the New York Police Department. And when he became aware of what was going on and, and knew that all of these uh, folks that he served as their spiritual father at work were in danger and going to respond to this catastrophe, Father Michael ran toward his own fate. In a way, you could say he ran toward his cross. He had to have known how dangerous this would be, but he went into the lobby of the North Tower so as to pray for the first responders who were rushing into the building trying to save lives. In the process of doing so, the South Tower collapsed and the debris came into the North Tower lobby and took our dear father. But he finished out his life serving others, embracing his cross, the very thing that Jesus was talking about today. And in doing so, he made his suffering sanctified and holy. Jesus knew that this is what would be needed of his church. He wanted his church to understand that. Jesus knew what his role would be. That is why when Peter, and sometimes it seems that poor St. Peter gets a little bit of a bad rap, we, we, we focus on the areas where he is so human. But I think it's no mistake at all that Jesus chose our first pope to be so human in, in a way that we can all relate to. Peter under the direction of the Holy Spirit was the first to say, it's you, Lord, you're the Messiah. And Jesus said, that's right, you understand. That's good. The Holy Spirit put this upon your heart to say this. But Peter understood Messiah probably at that point in a slightly different way than the way we understand Messiah at this point in time. Peter saw a victorious king who was going to change their fortunes right there and then in his lifetime, right there on earth in an earthly way, whereas Jesus knew that so much more was going on there. So when Peter heard what Jesus was looking forward to and what was coming and rebuked Jesus, Lord, you can't do this. You can't die. We need you here. We need you now. You're going to make everything better. Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. Jesus then let his followers know that to be his servant meant embracing your cross, picking up your cross and carrying it. 
Yes, the cross, the cross at the time that was such a despicable image. Jesus' suffering and Jesus' embracing of his role, uh, of, of his cross, made this, this tragic, disgusting image something beautiful that we exalt now here in our Holy Catholic Church. And we exalt it in such a, a, a beautiful, special way by having Jesus there on the cross, uh, the crucifix, such a very Catholic symbol, so that we can be reminded when we walk into a church or in our homes when we sit and ponder the crucifix and see Jesus upon it. It's not just that Jesus died for our sins. No, Jesus is welcoming us into moments such as what Father Michael and the first responders embraced. Jesus is asking us to be a first responder for this world. Jesus is inviting us into his suffering, knowing that we would all suffer, but giving us the gift of making, having the opportunity to make that suffering holy and sacred by attaching it to the cross, by doing it in his name, by doing it for him, for our brothers and sisters. So we saw countless examples of this on 9-11. Amidst all of the tragedy, we saw hope and we, and, and we saw peace in the aftermath. As a matter of fact, uh, one of the fathers today spoke at, at um, the ceremony that I had the opportunity to watch on television when I woke up. His daughter was a stewardess on the first flight. And needless to say, he still grieves. But he made the comment that in the aftermath of 9-11, he has seen or he saw a different type of unity. He saw people of different religions and nationalities coming together in one common cause and showing extra respect and love for one another. So basically, he saw the sanctification of his daughter's suffering. And this is just a wonderful thing for us to remember. We have the power not only to sanctify our own suffering, and each and every one of us will face it, perhaps not on the magnitude of 9-11, but we will all face suffering. We will all face our own death or the death of a loved one, a, a, a tragic illness. We might, we might face the loss of employment, the, the loss of something that we hold dear in, in this world. But Jesus gave us the opportunity to sanctify our suffering in the cross, to pick up our cross and to follow him. So we might ask ourselves today, this weekend, as we remember 9-11 in a special way, in what ways can we be spiritual first responders? Because we're all called to be first responders, brothers and sisters. We're called not just to grudgingly pick up our cross or our challenges here in this world, but to run toward them. Who in this world, what situation in this world are we meant to interact with in a special way that only we can interact? That's where we will find our cross. May we embrace it. May we follow Jesus by our example and be first responders to this world that so desperately needs the sanctification and grace that our Holy Church has to offer. Amen.